What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. TFA fam, what is going on? Hope you are all doing well. Welcome into the wild card tight end rankings for your fantasy playoffs if you're doing them. Before we jump into it, if you want to do the TFA playoff challenge that we are doing, hit us up on the email. That is the easiest way just to, to make things easy on all of us. It is the fantasyauthority1 at gmail.com. If you want to be difficult and reach out to us on social, you can do it that way too. But either way, we're going to need your email. So just make it easier. Help us help you help us. Whoever wins the the playoff challenge that we are setting up on NFL.com is going to get an autographed Miles Sanders jersey. As of this recording, I think we have like 10 people in it. So if you want good chances at an autographed jersey, make sure you jump in. Again, hit us up, the Fantasy Authority 1 at gmail.com. Kev, we uh, we ran a little long on the quarterback show that uh, <laughs> that we just recorded as is tradition, but this really should be super simple whenever we get to tight end. Normally, there's not a lot of talk to talk about, but especially whenever you're limiting the teams that you're looking at the way that we are this weekend, obviously, it should make things super simple. So your rankings, you have Mark Andrews, Logan Thomas, Gronk, Austin Hooper, Johnny Smith, Eric Ebron, Jared Cook, Tyler Higby, Cole Komet, Dawson Knox, Jimmy Graham, and Gerald Everett for your top 12. Mine are Mark Andrews, Jared Cook, Austin Hooper, Gronk at four, Logan Thomas at five. Both have Ebron at six, Cole Komet, Johnny Smith, Tyler Higby, Gerald Everett, Jimmy Graham, and then uh, I kind of hedged here and just put indie tight end. I feel like one of those guys could have a have a good game, but it's really anyone's guess which one that is. That you know they they've been running out three tight ends all year long. So I I I don't have a great feel on it. I don't think you need to dig down this deep no matter what kind of playoff challenge that you're in, no matter what kind of how yours is set up. So why don't we just hit on these uh quick what tight ends do you want to talk about that you think are interesting for wildcard weekend? You know, you have to start with Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, um, you know, while he hasn't been, you know, the guy that I think a lot of people were hoping to be this year, some of that's due to, you know, Lamar Jackson's struggles, you know, throughout the, the earlier parts of the season. But overall, like, he's somebody that he's not going to see a heavy, heavy target share or at least, you know, amount of targets on a given week due to the fact of how few – uh, attempts that Lamar Jackson does have, but he's certainly the number one target for Lamar Jackson. Uh, if you look at, since Lamar Jackson has taken off, you've really started to see Mark Andrews started to take off a little bit. Uh, going back to week 10, 
you know, he's had double digit fantasy points in every single week other than week 17 uh, heading into that. So, I mean, he was a uh, number one tight end or a tight end one over that span as well. So Mark Andrews, I think far and away, I think he just has the most upside in this matchup against Tennessee. Tennessee's, like I said, their past defense has been terrible. It's obviously an easy matchup to exploit. So I'm not going to sit here and, and talk all day about Mark Andrews. He's got to be the guy who's going to be the highest roster player of anybody. If, if you're in those leagues, that, you know, where everybody can pick the same team. So again, if you want to get a little different, I think this is a spot you possibly could go to. Uh, maybe if you want to go, because I think Logan Thomas also makes a lot of sense. It's funny, Logan Thomas, we talked about all year, I feel like on the waiver show and all year, we just kind of waited for him to kind of pop. And he finally did. And he's and really, he's been on quite a heater over the last, really since week 12, where, again, he's been a tight end one every single week, but one, and that was week 14 against San Francisco, where he, he was tight end 14 that week. He is playing 100% of the snaps every single week. He's out here running a ton of routes as well over that time span. And then he has two games with 15 and 12 targets over that span as well. It's going to be hard to find somebody that has that kind of upside. You know, between him and Terry McLaurin, they're kind of the two, the target hogs in this offense. He is third among all tight ends and in uh, targets. He is number one in routes run. Uh, route participation, he's number one. His twenty, almost 20% target share is seventh in the league, and he's averaged just about 11 fantasy points per game. So obviously it's a little bit scary with not knowing how Alex Smith or if they're going to alternate between the two of them. But in terms of the tight end position, we know how gross this, this position could be. So Logan Thomas does make a lot of sense. I put Gronk on three. I probably could add Hooper a little bit higher than him, but I just kind of went back and forth. I decided to go with Rob Gronkowski. You know, he's somebody that I don't really know about, but he's kind of boom or bust at this point. He's either going to get you four fantasy points or he could get you 20. It just kind of depends. He's not going to go out here and play 80, 90% of the snaps. I would not bet on that. I think it's much fairer to say he probably lands somewhere in the 70 to 75% of the snaps. You know, depending on the biggest question mark for this is really going to be what happens with Mike Evans. Mike Evans today left last week with an injury. I think that could really open things up for Rob Gronkowski. If Mike Evans was forced to miss this game though, I will say Mike Evans was out there for the walkthrough today. We'll have to monitor Thursday and Friday practice reports or really. Everybody in your crew identifies as either big Mac burger, McNuggets or McCrispy sandwich, but you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Wednesday and Thursday practice reports because uh, of when they play. So uh, Rob Gronkowski, I do think, is an interesting play. Playoff Gronk, I think, uh, is something you can look at. Austin Hooper going against the Steelers. You know, since they've had lost Odell Beckham, he's really kind of been the number two guy in terms of targets in this offense. Really look for him inside the red zone. I am nervous because I don't love Baker Mayfield, but I do think Austin Hooper, in terms of the tight end, makes some sense. Jonu Smith I put on here because I think this is going to be a shootout game. It is tough, tough to trust Janu, but we know what his upside is here in this offense. So if they are forced to throw the ball, I think then you could kind of look for Janu. I think he's kind of a dark horse 
for an upside play. Again, something if you want to get a little bit different and not play Mark Andrews, you know, or Logan Thomas, I think John who does make a little bit of sense of kind of that ceiling play that you're looking for kind of that turn tournament mindset. I think ultimately at the end of the day, when, when you're playing on one of these, you just have to look at it a little bit differently than other people do. You have to get a little contrarian because if you don't, you're probably not going to win. And depending on how many people are in the field, you know, in our playoff challenge, if we have 40 or 50 people in this playoff challenge or more, hopefully then I would definitely look to get a little bit different uh, than everybody else. So that's where I'm coming. You know, I, I know you have uh, Jared Cook a little bit higher than me. So why don't you talk about him and what your thoughts are on him this week and kind of your overall on your rankings? Yeah, so with Jared Cook, uh, we mentioned this in the quarterback show. The Bears are looking like they will be without Roquan Smith and uh, Jalen Johnson. Obviously, Johnson's not going to do much against the tight end. But Roquan Smith has definitely been their best coverage linebacker. Danny Trevathan has been kind of uh, has, hasn't been that great in coverage. The Bears are giving up the second most fantasy points per game to the position, so that's why I like Jared Cook, and especially if you're in a if you're in a, a kind of system for the for your playoffs where you can only use a player once. I mean, tight end really isn't going to matter for us anyway. But you obviously want to hold on to guys like Andrews and Kelsey if you can. You know what I mean. So uh, Jared Cook, I think, is someone who's interesting. We've seen him kind of pop off here and there. I think this could be a game where he does the same. And then somebody else that I'm, I'm also interested in, you kind of touched on Austin Hooper. The If you look at the Steelers' numbers on the year, they, it definitely looks a lot better. But we also have to take into consideration that they've just been absolutely decimated injury, especially at the linebacker position going to be without Joe Hayden again. Again, not that that makes that big of a difference for the tight end position, but Austin Hooper is somebody who's interesting. And then also with uh, with Eric Ebron, he's someone else who if you're, you know, you can only use a player once. I don't think a lot of people are going to be looking at e Ebron's way, but he does have, I think, like over 50 catches, over 500 yards and five touchdowns on the season. And the Browns are giving up. Uh, they're tied actually for third most fantasy points per game to the tight end position. And after that, same thing like we talked about with, with quarterback. I really don't think you have to look further on down the list. I would just stick with this top five, top six. Um, if you want to get super contrarian, like I said, Indy is interesting to me, but you're really just guessing on who you think, what whatever Indy tight end you think is going to pop off. I think we see that game be controlled or Indy attempt to control that game on the ground, maybe use some play action. I think it's where you see the tight ends get involved. But other than that, I, I really don't think that there's a lot of these guys you you know that, that are honestly worthwhile talking about. I think you can kind of just stay in that top five range and you can get different just with, you know, I mean, picking somebody like an Ebron or like a Jonu who you were mentioning has kind of been boom bust and has been a uh, been a disappointment on the year. So I don't really have anything else to add to the tight end position. It looks like you don't either. You're giving me the uh the shaking of the head. So no, it's the, the, the tight end position has been a fucking dumpster fire all year. So trying to get different now is not the time I would do so. I think there's a clear path to probably the top two or three guys. And then after that, I think, you know, and really for me, it's probably the top two or the, probably the two you're really going to want to go with. And if you really want to get a little contrarian, I think you could mix in one of those other dudes. So, yeah, but I do hope, hey, motherfuckers. Listen to me. Make sure you, you reach out to us at the fantasy authority one at gmail.com and get into the fantasy challenge. It is a it's a free shout out of Jersey and it's free. What else are you doing? Right? I mean, I hope you play DFS. So if you do that, go check out the, the DFS DJ Nation pod that we're gonna be doing every single week. C covering the slates. Yes. 
Love it. I love that jersey. I'm jealous because I'm a huge Miles Sanders fan. So, but yes, you can get that 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 sweet, sweet Miles Sanders jersey. That's all it takes. That's all it literally takes. Okay. An Maybe email. Join. That's it. Fantasyauthority1 at gmail.com. That's all you got to do. We'll see you in the challenge. Reach out to us. Say, hey, all you got to say is, I went in. Boom. I got your, or Miles Sanders, or one, or I don't care what you say. You know, tell Kevin to go fuck himself. Like, wh- whatever you want to do. I don't care. You know, uh, and I will get you in and, you know, we'll have some fun with it. Yeah. And if you have any questions on, you know, who to start or anything, just drop the comments. And more importantly, let us know if there's anything different, what your playoff setup is. And we'll make sure that we answer those questions for you guys. Uh, As always, hit that like, hit that subscribe, and we'll talk to you all soon.